0: We welcome you now to A True Church Perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Every born-again believer has a what? Sinful past. Y'all, I'm about to go deep on this one. Everyone in here has a sin. That's not a judge at ABC. None of us are qualified to judge sin. Amen. Amen now righteous judgment is something else that we do as leadership or different things like that but as far as a sinful past we can't rank you or rate you amen just cause some stuff didn't get found out about don't make it any better than the stuff that got amen that's why the pregnancy is so bad cause I mean (laughs) for nine months you got to deal with the looks and the oohs and the ahs. Like folks didn't do it and got away with it. Oh, folks been cheating the system. Amen. I didn't learn how many until I started doing premarital counseling. Who come in premarital counseling and tell me that you say like, well, you better get up, go to the justice of the peace. Ain't nothing to talk about. It got quiet Somebody like Dog I gotta cancel We gotta cancel We were just from the start (laughs) Come on You're sexually active Go go to the Go before a judge You already won What we talking about Amen In 2019 You ain't supposed to be sexually active Outside of marriage In 2019 I ain't changing that We don't change it because of the rule Well this church You need to go to that church And knock boots Because we don't do that here. Oh, I went all the way down to H-Town, didn't I? Man, I'm such a ghetto preacher. Lord. (laughs) We all came to God because we were what? If you weren't a sinner, then there's no need to come to God. Just go to heaven. You can skip all of this if you wasn't a sinner just go to heaven but because we're sinners we came to God so we can stop being sinners isn't that why we came to God amen so we can stop being hood gangster ratchet cussing killing stealing stabbing shooting lying sexing, all of it. We, stopped, we came to Christ to stop doing that. Amen, being mean and vicious and ugly and savage. <laughs> what? <laughs> Breaking the law, cheating on taxes and the little, the little white law, lies. Ain't no white lies. Amen, a lie is a lie downloading stuff for free and using illegal software and, amen borrowing stuff from the job for personal reasons and sell your product amen all that's illegal God judges the heart you a crook amen we don't steal at all One mess my check up. They gave me the wrong check. I just paid the one they gave me. You knew it was the wrong check. You had a table full of stuff, and the only thing on that check was a T. You know you stole. And that's okay. That's okay. You can steal all you want. You don't understand the law of reciprocity. You don't understand the law of reaping and sowing. Man, you're gonna walk outside one day to get in your car, and keys just gonna be in the air. What happened to my car? You're you paying for that meal Because you're going to pay for it You're paying for that software For that fire stick I didn't make it though I, I didn't make it Ray Ray made that stick I didn't make that stick Ray Ray gave it to me i just watching the movie. You watching movies on it? Ratchet self you're stealing and stealing to watch movies you're gonna you, you're gonna pay for it it's gonna cost you <laughs> man amen ooh can I get some amens on the ste- against the stealing amen <laughs> you know if I was one of them kind of preachers I'd, I'd wrap it up with I, I'd, I'd mix it in with the giving to the church don't rob God either but I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Uh, Romans 5 and 8 says, but God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, what happened? So salvation became available while we were yet what? Everyone in here was yet a sinner at some point. Amen? All right. All born again believers have sinned since they've been born again. Uh oh. You can't preach this at some churches. Now, wait a minute, Pastor. I've been saved all day. Oh, what about last week? All week. What about the, you got saved 10 years ago? You've been saved that long? And no evil have you done at all? No evil have I done. Then why your husband hates you? Why he ain't at church? Won't he join? Sister, save. All that salvation and all that perfectness, you should have been able to just breathe on him in the middle of the night with your morning breath and get him in church. (laughs) Nope, nope, stop lying to yourself. All born again believers have sinned since they have been born again. Since you got saved, you've done something. Why are people scared to preach this? I got to get forgiveness for a lot of stuff. I talk the wrong way, think the wrong way, something happened, whatever, whatever. Man, Lord, forgive me. I'm human. I ain't running out trying to kill somebody, but I've thought about it. And that needs forgiveness too. Like the old folks say, I studied on it. that means you got the plans and everything. (laughs) Made that phone call to Boudreaux. You know he'll do it for $20. Your cousins. Yeah, but... You done sin since you've been born again, so quit lying to yourself. Being perfect is the mark we are all striving to obtain. First John 1 and 8 says, if we say we have no sin, we what? Now, wait, wait let's get a perspective. And the truth is not in us, but let's get a perspective of who he's talking to. First of all, he's preaching to the church. And he says, if who? So, he puts himself in it. If we say that right now we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. He's not talking about if we, had, if we said back before we got saved we had no sin. We, he, he, did he say that? Is that the tense of this? No. Listen to what he said. If we right now say we have no sin, we're deceiving ourselves. Somebody oh, see, he's giving us license. I ain't giving you license to do nothing crazy you out there keep sinning you gonna get in trouble there are consequences to it I'll let the consequences deal with you but I'm saying there are things in your heart things you think things you say that you shouldn't things you do that you shouldn't that are sin because you missed the mark you know I posted the message from last week online Hebrews light and sacred nameless so they all keep coming to the site Oh, brother, you was wrong. You wrong. You wrong. You wrong. What am I wrong about this time? Sin ain't missing the mark. Sin is transgressing God's law. Is God's law his mark? Wasn't it his law he told them to mark themselves with? they stupid. Why are they... If you say you've had, you have no sin You deceive yourself And the truth is not in you Nobody in, in here is perfect That's why we don't point fingers at people Amen Now if they wilding out We'll definitely correct them That's how we keep loving them Amen I don't know why folks think When I preach holiness Because somebody even gave that comment You just think you perfect Because I preach perfect holiness I think I'm perfect I ain't perfect by no means Amen and, But I'm striving to be So that means I'm not going to practice sin I'm going to try my best to get past sin When we sin We have an advocate With the father to do what Forgive us and what Restore us back to the place We fell from 1 John 1 and 9 If we confess our sins He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins And to do what Cleanse us from how much unrighteousness? So that means everything you did, he can clean. Amen. But it don't get cleaned if you go back and keep doing it. You got to want it cleaned. But if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to do what? Forgive us our sins. There is a difference between falling into sin and practicing sin. Okay? So you can fall into sin. It could be a planned sin. You start planning it Tuesday, and it was going to go down Thursday. You about to fall into some sin. Okay? That don't mean you a reprobate, and that don't mean you can't get saved. Now, that don't save you from the consequences either. The consequences could follow you for the rest of your life, depending on what it is. But there's a difference between falling into sin and practicing sin. As believers, we may fall. And whenever we think of falling into sin, we think of the worst stuff. (laughs) He fell into sin like he fell into the bottomless pit. No, it could just be on your job. You you, you talked about somebody that you shouldn't have. And you know when you did what you shouldn't have done because that conviction comes. And you feel some kind of way about it. Conviction will only come for a season. If you keep practicing it, Conviction will leave you. Now it's the way you are. That's when you become reprobate. When conviction has left you. The Bible says your conscience is seared with a hot iron. No conviction. Y'all ever see folks do stuff and you're like, man, if I did that, I couldn't sleep for the rest of my life. Like, man, if I did what that dude just did... I couldn't sleep for the rest of my life. There's no way I could do that to somebody. Well, his conscience is seared because he went too long ignoring conviction. Yeah. Jamal Brown, when he get up and preach, he'd go home and sleep like a baby. He'd go home and sleep like a baby. He ain't thinking about what he said. You know why? Because he's ignored conviction for so long. Yeah. A lot of preachers, get up, take all the people's money. Then my wife was talking about somebody the other day, this church we, we went to. I think we went like twice. And this preacher, he sold telemarketing. Not not telemarketing. What did he said, uh, Plane tickets. Uh, he was a travel agent. It's all in his sermon. He just plugging himself. <laughs> and then after the service, <laughs> hey, brother, man, because you travel everywhere, doc. You need to, you need to. You need to and I'm like, dude, are you a preacher or a travel agent? Will you get somewhere with this travel boy? I got to book my own flight. Do anybody even do that anymore? With, the, with cheapticket.com and orbits and all that? I mean, what? What do I need you for? And he just, oh, all in his circle. Yeah, God is good. God is going to take you higher, higher, all the way up, just like a DC-10, like a 747. <laughs> just setting it up. Like a boy, like a Saturday. And if you ain't ever been on one of them plays, you need to see me at the service. (laughs) But they sleep like a baby. They don't think nothing of it because they've ignored conviction. You don't want to ignore conviction. You want to keep conviction. I pray for conviction. I pray for it. I ask God for it. God, I want to feel as bad as I can when I do something wrong. But I want it to be like that in my mind. I want to know when he's upset. That's conviction. If his spirit is in you, it's in you to convict you. That's how it leads and guides you. You don't respond to nothing else. Only thing you respond to is trouble. That's what humans respond to. That's why you get whoopings when you're young talk to no two-year-old now Johnny I'm very disappointed in you I told you not to touch it I ain't talking to no two-year-old pop do it again he needs to understand consequence Amen. And that's how well we understand. We understand consequence. That's why conviction will come, conviction will come, and then consequences. Because you're ignoring conviction. And if you're not convicted, if you ignore it long enough, your conscience will be seared and you'll become reprobate. Meaning can't nobody even help you with that because you've adopted it as who you are and you've made it right in your own mind. As believers, we may fall, but we do not make it a lifestyle practice. 1 John 5 and 18 says, We know that everyone who has been born of God does not keep on what? Sinning. He who was born of God protects him, and the evil one does not what? Touch him. So God, the Spirit of the Lord is in you. It's going to protect you and keep you if you stop sinning. If you keep on sinning, no matter what, you ain't saved. You ain't born of God, which makes you saved if you keep on sinning. So when conviction comes, amen, sometimes you got to get busted out for conviction to come. But when conviction comes and you make that change and you say, hey, look, I'm, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm out of this. Lord, forgive me. I'm out of this or whatever. Then, yeah, you probably are saved. But if you just keep on, you know, uh, you know, God understand. And then you start losing conviction. You know what the next thing you have to do when you start losing conviction? You gotta get away from people that have convictions. Mm. (laughs) You gotta isolate yourself and live in your own head. Folks scare me when they don't have no friends and they ain't ever around nobody. Brother, I don't know what you are capable of. That's a recipe for Ted Bundy. All right, the Spirit of God is in us, or the Spirit of God in us brings conviction to make us do what? To make us correct our issues. So the Spirit of God is in us, brings conviction so that we'll correct this stuff. Along with this comes instruction. God is not going to just correct it. He's going to give you instruction. How many of you was dealing with something during the week, came in here on a Sunday, the message was instruction. Exactly what you needed to get past what you was dealing with. That's what he does. So the instruction and encouragement from those God has placed in our lives, right? That comes. So conviction is going to come. He's going to show you how to get out of it. And then he's going to encourage you, let you know, no, you haven't blown it. You're still in the faith. First Thessalonians 5 and 12 says that we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and do what? Admonish you. God is saying, Paul is is saying in Thessalonians, it's so important to labor with folks. Know those that labor among you, around you, in your circles. Then, those that are over you in the Lord, know them too. In other words, know someone that can be over you in the Lord. And those that admonish you. Admonish is like, they might have talked bad to you to make you listen. Hurt your feelings, but you're going to get it. That's admonishing. However, when people remove authorities from their lives and hide from accountability, they begin to defend their sinful practices. You know people that don't see anything wrong with what they're doing because they went and got off to themselves so they could do it. They've lost conviction and they don't hang around people that have convictions so they can keep doing it. They got away from accountability. And once you do that, you begin to defend your sinful practices. God understands. He knows. He give us all a window of sin. That's what they say. This will eventually make them, this is what I can't stand, sin hunters. I can't stand these kind of folks. They start searching for sin in the preachers so they don't have to listen to no preacher. They all messed up. All the preachers messed up. That's why I don't go to church. Brother, that's not why you don't go to church. That's why I don't fool with the church. I don't fool with that Christian thing. something wrong with all of them. Yeah. so you using what you heard about somebody as justification for you being crazy you just gave yourself license to wild out cause you saw a preacher on TV wilding out see, see, preachers of Detroit, see see how they are? all of them like that that's why I ain't going to that's why I ain't going yeah can't wait to hear something about a preacher to justify your lifestyle that's a sin hunter they'll search for sin and authorities to justify their own sin Proverbs 17 and 5 whosoever mocketh the poor reproach is his maker and he that is glad at calamities shall not be what person that's glad that somebody got in trouble You're going to get in trouble. Can I preach? The bottom line is, if any man is born again, he should be a new creature. Meaning that he desires to do things differently than, isn't that what a new creature is? A new creature means you're new. You're different a desire to do something different. Some folks getting saved and ain't becoming new creatures. Are you really saved if you haven't become new? You're the same old cussing, hustling, dice shooting self. Dice shooting. I don't know where the dice come from. It just That was just an old school sin. But if you're looting and shooting and partying and clubbing, Like you used to Then are you You're not a new creation Are you a new creature Doesn't that mean that old things are passed away And all things become what Ain't that new No. You buy some shoes And look like somebody wore them before They ain't new I got some new shoes No you don't (laughs) You just got some shoes They ain't new Whoever toenail scratches in the front, they, they was new when they got it. Till <laughs> so they put the pecan shells on them, clawed all the gold off of the tip. But <laughs> new creature. New creature. That means you're brand new. Things are made new. Colossians 3 and 9. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man and his what? His behavior. So don't lie to one another. You're supposed to put that off. You're supposed to be done with lying to one another. Stop trying to impress people by lying. That's a childhood habit that some folks keep. You was doing that with your toys. You had G.I. Joe lying to Barbie. You grown now. You can't do that. Line and press, folks. Amen. You know, I was saying Wednesday at the homeschool thing. You know, that's the... You know, I, I love the congregation. I love the age of the congregation, all that because you know one of the pros of having a congregation this age is you get to catch folks before they make a lot of bad decisions. Cut you off at the pass. You get to help, and you're at the age where you're accepting of things and you can make changes because you ain't gone too far, right? So it's easy for you to make some edits and stuff. You know, you know what I'm saying. So that's a pro, but a con of having a young audience is how influential. Or how inf- easily influenced you are Okay So a lot of you begin chasing Each other just because you're young And you do things that you shouldn't do Just because somebody else did it Amen You went and bought a car because somebody got a car You went and bought a house and you wasn't ready for a house But somebody else got a house So you felt you needed a house That's that's what Those are the mistakes I mean, Those are the things that happen with a young congregation Because y'all are y'all's own peer group So you know, when it starts rippling through and running through the crowd or whatever, there's going to be those that bite. Yeah, because, you know, at, at your age, a lot of you, you aren't established yet. You're trying to get established. You're following somebody and don't know their whole story. But Colossians 3 and 9, lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man and his deeds. How many of you want to be better? Ain't that why you at church? Okay. Even if there was a struggle or a fall that occurred yesterday, (laughs) the Spirit of God will cause uh, this person to strive for perfection in those areas. So even if you messed up, you're going to find your way to not make that error again. You're going to do it different next time. I hope. Okay. Okay. Luke 13 and 24 Strive to enter in at the straight gate For many I say unto you Will seek to enter in And what's going to happen What's going to happen The door is not going to open People that do not desire correction Or God's holiness Do not belong to him This desire signifies Whether or not you're born again so if you don't desire correction or to be corrected and you don't desire God's holiness what I mean by holiness you don't even like the Bible. You'd rather read Charlotte's Web than the Bible. That's the first book came to mind. I have no idea why. Probably because y'all dissected that pig the other day in home school, <laughs> Wilbur y'all cut Wilbur up but, but you'd rather read a book mystery novels and all that junk instead of read the bible you'd rather watch movies you don't like the bible that means you don't like the holiness of God so are you saved do you belong to him if you don't like none of his stuff you don't like nothing, you don't even like being around the people that love him. You don't even want to hear talk about him. Man, God is good. He really, ooh, you're such a holy roller, all you talk about is the Lord. What's wrong with that? I mean, you give God credit for everything, He made everything. does he not deserve credit? Oh, he's giving him the praise and the glory. You saint, get away from me before you catch on fire and burn me up. Brother, you are Beelzebub. I mean, I, want, I don't want a day to go by that I don't say something about the Lord. I talk about the Lord, talk about the foolishness folks are doing, how it compares to the Lord. I'm going to talk about something. I'm going to say something. For people that don't desire correction or God's holiness, they don't belong to him. This desire is what tells you whether or not you're saved. First, John 4 and 6, we are of God. He that knoweth God, what? Heareth us. And he that is not of God can't hear us. This is how we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of what? Error. Error. Summary. A lot of people that are claiming to be born again have not truly had a born-again experience. The desire to change is not in them. The desire to see others change is not in them. The desire to be around those that are changing is not in them. The desire to be better, do better, and learn what better means is not in them. They are reprobate concerning the faith. In other words, they rejoice when people fall into sin. Because then the people can be like them. They hunt for imperfections in those that proclaim the truth. They wish and hope for bad things to happen to people so they can feel better about the bad things that keeps happening to them. I'm talking about some folks in the church. Mm-hmm. Just wait. Just wait. Mm-hmm. He all happy now. Mm-hmm. Just wait. You know, them lips like that That start out around When you're 30 But you can stop doing it When you're 30 But after you get about 60 And you've been doing that Since you were 30 Stuck When you happy Happy birthday, sister Thank you God is good Yeah, that's just that frown. You got a permanent frown. You can't even stop it. Wishing bad stuff happened to people. I can't stand the folks. Don't mess with me because folks drop dead that mess with me. Get away from me. Ain't nobody going to drop dead. That's some stupid junk. Oh, witchcraft. Me and my wife went to this one church, and it was this lady called Sister Doll or something. Sister Dolly or something. And, man, when she, when she started, there's some moves she'd get up and do. And she'd get up and sweep. Somebody going to die. Remember they told us that? What did she do? Oh, yeah, she started, yeah, no, that's it. She started making a casket, dressing a casket. That ain't there. It's, the casket's not there. It's, but she's acting like it's there, getting ready. And everybody knows who's it going to be? Who is it going to be? Well, it'll be someone because the Bible said it's appointed once for a man to die. It's going to be somebody. Get the obituary in the newspaper. I'll find that person. It don't have to be a mystery. Somebody today is going to die. And after she did it, we watched the news that Martin Luther King got shot. (laughs) No, he didn't. He still. No, I'm just kidding. But Martin Luther King got shot. <laughs> That's something all random. That's an inside joke. Y'all yeah, don't get it. But, but it's just something random. Turn on the TV and JFK got shot. She was in church. Well, won't y'all stop her next time, Deacon? Somebody get up and block it. No. Oh, grab <laughs> her! Just fighting with her. Somebody tackle her. Stop it. Some folks to stop <laughs> dying. Y'all want somebody to die? Why y'all giving her all that time to do that casket? <laughs> so. When a person is born again, he desires to see others saved. That's the first, time, that's the first sign you've been saved. The first sign you've been born again, you start looking for born again people. You want to be with the born agains. You want to see people that was in trouble, that was on their way to the place you were on your way to, you want to see them saved from that. You got to making phone calls, hey brother, you know, I know we're supposed to turn over this AT, that ATM Friday, but, but the Lord has saved me, man. You need to get the, amen. Whatever the sin is, I don't know. I'll, but you want that's the first thing. That's how you know you're saved because you want to see others saved. A person that truly loves God wants others to truly love him and benefit from his love as they do. When you are a new creature, you correct the things that are wrong in your life. Some things can be corrected instantly. Amen. Some things you've been doing for a very long time the wrong way, and it's going to take some work, some information, and some time. You got to go sit under a ministry like this to hear a holiness message to help get all of these areas in line. Amen. Ain't nobody done in here. This ain't an oven, and you're not a cake. You're not baked. You're not done. You're going to keep working on things. But all in all, it is the goal of a born again believer to strive to live a what? Sin free lifestyle that is pleasing to God. No matter what you did before or what you have done lately. Your desire is to do the will of God from this day forward amen? amen Second Corinthians 13 and 5 examine yourselves whether ye be in the faith prove your own selves prove look at somebody say prove yourself prove your own self through that examination prove it prove that you're up in the faith prove it do you have proof that you're in the faith he didn't say in the church He said, in the faith. Do you have proof? He said, examine yourself. If nothing has changed, then you failed the test. Examine yourself whether you're in the faith. Prove your own self. Know ye not your own selves? How that Christ, Jesus Christ is in you? Don't you even know whether or not Jesus Christ is in you? Oh, I, I know how you cannot know except ye be what? Reprobate. reprobate. If you're a reprobate, you don't know. Everyone stand to your feet. So don't be scared about God turning you over to a reprobated mind. Amen. Just get forgiveness and do better. Stop sinning, live right. Do your best to live right. Start off with an hour. <laughs> Humble beginnings. Start off with an hour. You ain't gonna cuss for a whole hour. You ain't gonna chase nobody with a shank for a whole hour. Let's go an hour. Go a day. Go a day. If you can't go a day, the next day you shouldn't eat. Let's see. I'm back to the weight loss again. Watch weight start dropping and sin dropping. Sin and weight. You be dropping sin and weight. Well, tell your body, look, you got to, you, oh, so you got to keep cussing, huh? Be in the mirror. You got to keep cussing, huh? You can't stop cussing. Okay, then we, you ain't eating. Tell yourself, Oh, I've had to tell myself, I've talked to myself like that before. Y'all think it's crazy, but I've done that before. What I just did, I've done, not about cussing, but about some other stuff. Oh, 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 so, oh, so you, oh, you ain't going to let me alone about this? You ain't eating. And I put myself on 15, 20, 30 days. I'll teach you a thing or two about who's in charge. Amen. See, no, nobody want to hear that. Want to take a pill to lose weight. Well, you better get outside. You better push that plate back. Why do people want to eat McDonald's and lose weight? <laughs> it needs to taste good. I can't do that because everything don't taste good. That's because you don't have taste buds. <laughs> Putting on them flaming uh, flaming hot fries in your mouth. You're going to burn your taste buds. Or you got to grow some new ones back. You can't taste. Unless it's a, a pound of flavor on it. That's why people do that. I'm serious. That taste buds are gold. Oh, it ain't enough salt in them greens. I just put the whole Himalayan rock in there. The one with the light, it's still plugged up. I dropped that old... <laughs> put the whole rock in there. It ain't seasoned enough. Pot just lit up on the inside. Oh man, you cooking lava? Fast, go on a fast. Put yourself on a fast. Teach your body who's boss. You know, when you can't stop eating, and you can't lose weight, that's a discipline problem. We can go to the Bible about that. It's called gluttony everyone bow your heads amen Lord we just thank you for this word thank you for correction help us God to be corrected help us to be able to be corrected God help us understand that your correction and conviction comes so that we'll change and be better help us to be better and I pray right now Father God that you would just Help us all in the areas where we're weak so that we'll be stronger. Help us to mature out of certain areas and grow into sound wisdom and doctrine in areas. And God, every area of weakness in our life, I pray that you help us to be strengthened, be strong, overcome it. Help us to receive the correction, the admonishment, the conviction. In Jesus' name we pray.